I'm Peter and welcome to What's On Your Mind. Today I have something very special for you. Barbara Verkreuzen. She is literally one in a million. If you would look up the word love in a dictionary, you would find a picture of her. This beautiful soul has survived four-stage cancer while she was yeah, raising a baby of eight weeks. And the doctor said to her, you're going to die soon. She recovered from that because she didn't want to die. Next to that, she also had a bankruptcy because she was a founder and an owner of a building company or a construction company. And also that she overcame. And from now on, she uh, has been reading lots of books and inspiring lots of people in the world, also coaching people around the world. And uh, definitely check her out because for me, she's one in a million. I have very good and great memories of our conversation. So enjoy Barbara Verkreuzen. Welcome to What's on Your Mind with Peter Snowart. Every week a guest talks about his or her story, and that story can inspire you to change your own. Here's Peter. Hi, Barbara. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. It's a joy and a pleasure to be here with you tonight, Peter. It's, it's this, this, the feeling is mutual. It's the same. Now, Barbara, it's uh, what are we? The beginning of no, almost mid-September 2020. I mean... Mm -hmm. um, we're still in, um, no, not Corona times, but it's a little bit the after, what do you call it, the aftermath? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, um, I assume for you also, it has been a very special time? Yes, in, uh, well, the month of April. Yeah. So, um, I have three pillars in my business. And yeah. one pillar is doing quality management and business coaching yeah. for BMW. It's one of my biggest clients since dealerships were closed in April until uh, beginning May. So I was at home all of the time. So was my husband. He could work from home on. And so were our three children who are 21, 19 and 17. So I it, at the beginning, I was like, oh, my God five you could say adults <laughs> in the home at home together that will be quite an explosive explosive atmosphere but it was just the opposite there was lots of harmony um and from the beginning i have told myself something good will come out of it so i have learned in you could say having been faced with many challenges in life that once we give in to the circumstances and we let the circumstances decide our mindset, we're lost. Mm -hmm. If we study, um, you could say, fulfilled and successful people, mm -hmm. they can stay in a very strong mindset regardless of the circumstances. Mm -hmm. So from the beginning, of staying at home. I have used, um, immediately I set in uh, like a strict routine for myself. I mm -hmm. got up early, I did meditation, affirmations, reading, because I could have seen it as a vacation and just be, you know, like lazy in my couch. <laughs> but uh, that's not my temperament. Um, I am very much, um, I don't know if you know that I survived the stage four uh, yeah. skin cancer. So, and since that, that's uh, 18 years ago, since that moment, you could say, um, 
I do not waste any time in empty consuming or in, you could say, um, it's just precious. Every moment is precious for me. So during the beginning of, of um, the lockdown, I had my routine and I started writing and I created a new online program okay. and I started um, being really active on LinkedIn, which I wasn't so much before. So uh, I just looked and I think that's something we, we it, that's just a gift if to ourselves in whatever situation keep looking for the opportunity and the possibility now Instead. now you said you survived four stage cancer you also had other challenges in your life yes, i'm aware I had. yes now i mean you're talking about strong mindset what is that a strong mindset for you a strong mindset i will uh, give you an example when i was told um, I was 32 at that time, that I had six more months to live. Mm -hmm. The first night in hospital before I was having my first surgery, I had two surgeries and a year of chemotherapy. Um, the first night, my children were three years and a half, two years old, and there was a newborn who was eight weeks old. And as a mom or as a young parent, you could say, it was the first time that I was without children, all alone in a hospital bed, looking at the ceiling. And I was missing them, like physically, because, you know, like babies, toddlers, that's very physical experience. And I started crying. I was like, I miss them. But then immediately, I went in a certain awareness, saying to myself, Barbara, they are so young. They have no clue what is happening right now. Mm -hmm. Two of them were with my parents and one was, were, was with my parents-in-law. They were surrounded by love and warmth. It was as if they were on a vacation, on a holiday. So I could immediately see, okay, they are good where they are. So what is it in this moment that you can do to help yourself? What is it? And I know there was one thing I had control over. I had no control over my health. I was surrendering to the good care of the doctors, you could say. But the one thing I had control over was my mind. And I switched and I say, okay, if I go into some drama and negativity and a scenario that I will be dead in six months, it will weaken me. And even, you could say, even if I would have died in those six months, what would it have helped me to spend my last six months in negativity and sadness and sorrow? So I, 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 I made that shift. So a strong mindset, you could say, is when you decide what you focus on, you decide. It's not your circumstances that run your thoughts, mm -hmm. that make you go into panic. You detach. You detach because, of course, the first moment it was surreal. The first moment I was in panic. Of course, I'm a human 
And there, that was a shocking news. But then I detached. If you have, I think, that, that, that power, you know, like mm -hmm. detach and you choose your response. Mm -hmm. Choosing your response is having a strong mindset, knowing that you have the choice. Now, was that something, was that a kind of a silent voice and intuition that spoke to you at that moment? Or was that something that you learned by, I don't know, reading books of Eckhart Tolle or even something like Tony no, Robbins? No, was, it, it was really a voice within me. Mm -hmm. Because at that moment, you could say as a child, I was very spiritual. Mm -hmm. Very. I was, um, uh, Jesus was close to my heart. I was a very, you could say, um, I, I was just a spiritual side. But as many people, once you go in adolescence, you go the other way around. So you mm -hmm. become 15, 16, and you say, oh my God, that's all bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have your first heartbreak. You see your parents are not perfect. You come into the world and you're like, oh my God, this is such a dark place. It's as if in your childhood, you have that purity, that innocence. And then in that adolescence, in searching your identity, you're like, oh my God. Um, I even asked my parents, like, why am I born? That was so selfish of you to put me on this earth. And now I'm here, you know, and, you know, they looked at me and they nodded. They were like, oh my God, you're crazy. So in searching your identity and then you could say, I just followed the path, what was expected from me. Yeah. My choices were based on unconscious choices so i yeah. i went to um i went to college i met my husband i married and then at the age of 28 um i started a construction business which was a similar business of my parents i grew up in a construction business so um I, I wanted to be a business owner or entrepreneur. I really had that drive within me, but didn't know too well what to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and being faced with death, being faced with the cancer was really a wake-up call. Yeah. Was, uh, you could say, and it was my soul whispering to me mm -hmm. at that moment. And I even had a more intense experience after my, my, my second surgery, which was really profound. <laughs> I don't know how open-minded uh, your listeners are, but then I had, um, I was in so much pain, so deep, deep pain. And I was like, in a moment, I was like, okay, I surrender, I give up. You know, like it's, if I have to die now, it's okay. And at the moment that I, you could say surrender, mm -hmm. I had a deep experience. It's not like a voice was saying me something, but I felt like that deep warmth saying, you will be okay. It's okay. And from that moment on, even before the doctors knew, I knew I was going to survive. And I still had to go through a lot of chemotherapy, but deep down I knew. I will survive this. And so can I say that this experience was one of the greatest gifts you ever have gotten? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Every, because, you know, like 16 years later, I had another huge challenge. But every, you could say, crisis mm-hmm. that I faced was um, a blessing, a blessing in disguise. But it's only a blessing if you are willing mm-hmm. to learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. I could have responded in another way. And maybe I would have needed another crisis to, to see some things, to, to wake up, you could say. Or maybe, you know, like you have people that within their lifetime, they never see it. That's okay. That's okay too. Every, every experience is a chance, is, is, a, is an opportunity you get. But it's up to you what you do with it. Yeah. Are you choosing to become bitter, to become angry? Mm-hmm. a victim mm-hmm. and was then the the seed born or planted of your personal coaching yes absolutely was it absolutely. like was it like i have a gift in myself i i want to share that i want to make sh- i want to transform people who are living unconsciously into more conscious people leaders whatever you want to call it yes yes that was the seed I, I, you could say, started to listen to the whispers of my soul, as they call it. Like the voices, Mm -hmm. I had to quiet the voices of, you could say, the head. head, And also the people, those Mm -hmm. voices which are in your head all of the time. Mm your teachers, your peers, Mm -hmm. your parents, your culture, you know, like those, you are really brainwashed, conditioned. Mm -hmm. So I had to undo lots of my programming and conditioning to allow myself to make certain choices because there was so much fear, so much fear. As you must know, um, we live in, in, you could say, where, where we live here, in Belgium, there is still, um, well, we, we just talked about it. it there, there's something that people still look, look at you in a certain way if you step out and you yeah. say, look, that's me. So to becoming the real me, I needed so much courage, so much courage. And um, it's, it's the, the cancer, you could say, who gave me that courage yeah. because I was thinking, okay, if at 32, I would die now, would I be happy with my legacy? And the answer was no, mm-hmm. no, I would not have been happy with what I left behind. So that's when I was so becoming conscious about building a legacy. But, but also the fact if you um, have cancer, I mean, you no longer care about the way you look, the way the opinions about other people, all those conditionings that are yes. in you. I mean, the fear, there is nothing to fear anymore. You're going no, to die. No, so no, no. so let's surrender and we don't care anymore and let's go full frontal. Um, yes. Did you also 
lose than friends and and people in your did that in the journey, change, yes. change yes yeah. yes absolutely so i started you could say a journey of self-discovery mm -hmm. started reading books going to conferences mm -hmm. i uh, followed coaching certification mm -hmm. courses went to retreats um went meditating with zen mm -hmm. monks you know like mm -hmm. i i really wanted to absorb and to learn and mm -hmm. to learn and you could say there was a natural sense of homecoming. I was yeah. like, okay, this is it. Yes, this, I feel that this is like a genuine way of living. Um, so it took me quite some time. So and the cancer was in 2003. Mm -hmm. And really, I, um, when, I, when I recovered from the cancer, I still continued my construction business because you know you have investments you have it's not like i could close my doors and mm -hmm. and and move on so um i continued and i started doing coaching as a side business from 2014 on how did that happen was it somebody asked barbara i want you to coach me or did you, you, you just um, i started somebody? like on on facebook like um sharing sharing some articles mm -hmm. sharing some uh, very that was the early early beginning here and i didn't make videos yet i made posters and on my personal facebook so um and people in in my close surroundings started to know so here and there i i got clients and in 2016 we had we got a huge challenge in the construction business we got betrayed by two of our employees and we ended up with huge financial losses okay so I was forced to close down and um, ending with huge debt. And you could say, well, <laughs> I had my ceiling moment again. Um, one day, I, it was, was a horrible time. It's a time of lawyers, of creditors, of, you know, like I really do not wish that to anyone. Um, and one day the bank called, we had already sold our uh, office building and they they wanted to come after our private house they wanted us to sell it so um and that was we didn't expect that that was um really shocking so i was laying in bed and i was looking at the ceiling and i was saying you know like seriously i survived the stage four skin cancer to maybe end up homeless and then i was like okay what's the lesson here What's the lesson here? And I had a deep sense, like what I realized or what I heard saying to me, like, Barbara, whether you are homeless or you live in a castle, you are worthy. You are a good person. Whether you have material possessions or not, it doesn't matter. And that was a deep sense of self-worth that I, I, I didn't have before. I was like most people, although I maybe didn't really admit it to myself, but the house, the car, the things, you know, like it was part of my identity. Mm -hmm. I was attached to it. Mm -hmm. And almost losing, you know, like I lost almost my health. Then I lost, you know, like the, the entire uh, business was again, for me, it was the universe saying, like, Barbara, <laughs> stop that construction. You have been holding on to that 
much too long, it's time for you to change, to change careers. And in the week that followed, uh, through one of my personal coaching clients, I got an offer from uh, BMW to go working with them as a, as a contractor. And in the beginning, it was work, you could say, below my level. It was more administration and but I swallowed my pride. I had to. If you are in money trouble, the best thing you can do is work, is work. Um, there's no magic to it. Mm -hmm. So, but um, if you have a kind of intrinsic quality, mm -hmm. it's noticed. So after two, three months, they asked me, can you do quality management for us? Can you do um, looking for um, everything with customer experience, customer centricity? And I said, yes. And when, within six months, I was part of the management team. So um, if I wouldn't have swallowed my pride in the beginning, I wouldn't have had BMW as one of my biggest clients now. So, um, well, yes, it's, um, that was another huge lesson. Now, do you, is, is that, when, when was the time that you said, I'm going to um, use these lessons and specifically, I'm going to help entrepreneurs and corporate leaders? Where, yes. where did you get that? Because you can also coach other people. I mean. Um, yes. I have seen that the need, entrepreneurs are, business owners can be very lonely in their journey. Mm -hmm. Where you could say maybe employees, first of all, they have a safer life. Mm -hmm. They have chosen for a kind of safety in, in, in having um, a company contract. It's, it, it's a different journey. Mm -hmm. And they have colleagues. And, and maybe it's just that I'm aligned. I'm, I'm, very, I'm a driven and passionate person. Mm -hmm. And an entrepreneur in say is always passionate about what he's doing because he's making a tough choice. He is making, um, you know, like jumping and, and, and taking action. Otherwise, he cannot exist for a long time. So I think that's a, a certain alignment and maybe a mission to see entrepreneurs as a whole being, not only a being that is into action yeah. and taking, really giving them, teaching them about resilience about how to respond to almost you know like changing conditions that's really be powerful instead of, of choosing anger or a certain yeah. you know like detaching yeah the i mean my assumption is especially in belgium that most entrepreneurs and i know is changing are quite left brain minded people so really analytical and really focusing on the doing yes i mean and it's it's really i really believe that it's not in the doing it's in the being that you first have to start yes. um are you then introducing like meditation helping entrepreneurs it, by introducing it, it, it meditation? depends it depends it depends on the personality 
um, I do not, um, you know, like suggest meditation or yoga to everyone. Mm -hmm. There are people who are better, who can have a med meditative state when they're uh, cycling. Yeah. You know, like it's uh, when you're really that kind of energy, I really feel the energy of the person before me mm -hmm. and really see, first of all, in listening, how they are talking. You, you can really hear like, how are they an obstacle to themselves? Yeah. How do they, and what is not in balance? So how can we bring balance? And do it, um, I have clients that I work for, for a long time, for, for five, six years now. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, I'm really the approach of um, the, little, the little steps. I'm, I'm, I'm not the shocking. Um, I, I can be quite, I'm very honest and I can be shocking in the honesty. But I like the, the, the approach that I feel like that is going to help them without um, I, I like to open the mind, yeah. you know, like bit by bit. Um, the I have to think. Uh, I had a question, but I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> the what the it's about feeling that energy. When did mm -hmm. and how did you discover that you are coaching from? I wouldn't call it your intuition. Um, because I, I have been doing that all my life, Peter. Okay. I was that person for my parents, for my brother and sister, for um, many friends. So I was a coach be before I became a coach. Okay. I was doing it naturally. But you felt, you felt, you can, you can mm -hmm. feel. When you meet, you are meeting somebody. You can feel how that person is feeling. Eh? Absolutely. Yeah. No. No, I know that. I have that too. Even in a message, you know, like even in a book, I'm touching a book. I can feel it. So um, I do not read um, any newspapers. Mm -hmm. I rarely watch the news. I can watch like a few minutes and then okay. And I'm very, very conscious about how I fill my mind, mm -hmm. who I surround myself with. Mm -hmm. Very, very conscious about that. What I fill my body with. Mm -hmm. Not conscious enough. <laughs> I like chocolate. <laughs> not, not conscious enough. You know, like I'm human. I'm very human. So not conscious enough about... Um, I'm, 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 I'm eating quite healthy, but... Yeah but, yeah, but that's it. Yeah, everything is connected with each other, of course. So yes. that's yeah. But there's also that human aspect because I, I find that really, really interesting because I really believe that everything is energy. But mm -hmm. when you when you say that in a business context, they <laughs> they look at you if you have been uh, I don't know uh, eating um, yes I don't I know. know washing powder or something they're like okay but I'm uh, I won't let that stop me. No, 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 of course not. I have, um, I'm only since eight months, nine months on LinkedIn. And in the beginning, I was very, very reluctant mm -hmm. to share my videos like I have on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Because there I have been um, since five, six years. And there my videos are really um, 
you know, like loved, people love. And, and in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, um, this is a business environment. And I'm a hard person. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a hard person. I, I cannot be different. So maybe the first two or three videos were still like in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. This is LinkedIn. And I didn't like those videos. So um, I started sharing my other videos. And, and today I shared one. It's in the giving that you receive. And it was very well. Um, it was very well. Uh, well, people, people love it. Um, and... I'm very, I'm truly grateful that I feel it's my mission to be that voice, yeah. to be that compassionate voice, to be that voice who um, maybe translate the things that you and I read, what is very woo-woo stuff. That's it. I'm the translator mm. to bring it in daily, in daily situations. Mm. Like how can you go beyond that? How can you go beyond your, your conditioning? What choice can you make? How can you, um, and I, um, I'm, I'm an avid reader. I love to read. And I started doing series now um, on the books that have impacted me. And that's very, very well received too. So I can truly be myself. And I think that's, well, the biggest gift to yourself. And so many people, in business are not themselves yeah, they, they, they they just they wear a mask that's it they think that by playing a role that they yes. have to play a role because it's in business yes. but i i really believe i i also play the role eh? i'm 45 now i really played roles especially in big corporates because i uh -huh. i was conditioned that i had to act like that don't use the word heart in a context never ever you are a sales guy don't use yeah. that <laughs> but but the last years uh especially also with the, with the podcast i had the same reluctance i will do it about selling and then gently the mindset and the personal growth was coming and then with certain guests yeah there were no people anymore because i couldn't see any people anymore because I, I, with corona i cannot see people uh -huh. so and then it feels so liberating to really be you and just yes. speak and do whatever you want to tell and if it, if it resonates with people, I'm happy. If it doesn't resonate, uh, resonates, well, I'm happy too. Peter, you have to know, I'm, I'm in, in, at BMW almost daily. So I'm surrounded. It's a male environment. Automotive mm -hmm. is 90% is, is male environment. And yet, I am who I am. Um, but they love me for it. They know it's Barbara. And Barbara is joy, is smile, is, is happiness. And maybe someone who sees me for the first time is like, that's not real, she's fake. But somebody who knows me like very long knows I'm enthusiastic. Am I never sad? No, sometimes I'm sad. Um, but then I, I look into the sadness mm. and I'm like, what's happening here? Is there something, a part of me unhealed? Is there something that I have to take care of? Especially yeah. if something comes back comes back something triggers me um i have become like okay this is interesting let's look into it instead I, of judging myself that's it that's the self-love isn't that i mean i see a lot of people having that kind of project based so they like 
okay, I find a partner, then I get married, then, uh, then I have a very cool job. I want to become higher and higher. Then I have children, then I buy a house and things like that. And then suddenly they're like mid 30, 40, whatever. And there are no any projects anymore. Maybe they go for a mistress or a, yes. you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and a, a new car, a motorcycle. Uh, or a swimming pool or whatever. Yes, yes, or, yes. Or, or then, know, then an know. apartment at sea or in France or whatever. And I mean, it will but never, ever fill your holes. Never. No. Never. no. And, and I was just going to say, Peter, if someone does that, but from a place of being and joy, okay, I don't care. You know, like, I don't care. I love a beautiful car. I love a beautiful house. Wonderful. I love, um, but it's, it's. Um, it doesn't define me. It does not define me. No, it doesn't me. define me. And it's the other way around. What, it's an expression of who I am. Mm -hmm. in, instead of that, having to fill something yeah. within me. Mm -hmm. And, and that's and, the big difference. And, and also that it is not part of my identity, not part of the I am. I mean, yes. if I sometimes have conversation like uh, everything after the I am, these are roles that you are playing. Mm -hmm. But you can be whatever you want to be after the I am. Yes. A lot of yes. people are scared of that thought because they see it as very limited or as if there is nothing there. But for me, it's just the opposite. It's just the opposite. It's just, it's just, just the I am and that gives me like a, a very abundant feeling? Yes. Um, what most people have to learn, you could say, that it's all in the experiencing. It's in the experience. We cannot explain true fulfillment and that feeling of unconditional love unless it is experienced. It's like me trying to tell you the, um, how a rose the smell of a rose. Mm -hmm. I can talk into thousand words. We can make committees about it, you know, like, but once you experience, it's the experience. You're like, oh my God. The taste of chocolate. And, Try yes. to describe that. Yes. And having the experience, that freeing experience, like your, your limited mind no longer controls you or doesn't control you all of the time. It's not, you know, like you and I were not Zen monks um, in a top on a mountain, on a monastery. We have very real lives. We are in daily life. We are married, children. And we are, um, you could say, we have triggers all of the time. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot more opportunities to learn. Yeah. And we have situations. I have situations when I feel, when I become overworked, I go in a certain pattern. Yeah. I go in a pattern where I even work more mm -hmm. to get things done mm -hmm. and I start judging myself for it. Yeah. But now I, I'm, I, you know, like I start to see it earlier and earlier yeah. in the process yeah. and I say, stop, Barbara, stop. But having that um, training, it's, it's, it's such a, you could say it's a shame in our society that the body is trained, that the intellect may be trained but that it's so the power of the mind and, and the, the, the awareness, you could say, yeah. teaching people about awareness that it's not done. Yeah. So you could say we are all toddlers. Very, a lot of people are really immature, immature. 
They want instant gratification yes. all of the time. They get angry if they don't get what they want. They get bitter, of, you know, and, and, and instead of looking at that and, and, and being liberated from that. And they're pointing to the external world oh, yes. and they want to change <laughs> the external world to make them yes. feel better. And yes, we have all been there. We have all been there. Nothing wrong. Until yeah. we say it doesn't work. It doesn't. It 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 yeah. It 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 doesn't work. And I can only I can all, I can only feel compassion because they also have to learn the lessons, and it's their yes. journey. And I cannot take away the, the lessons for them. The, no, no, so no, so they they have to go through the I would call it pain. The lessons. Uh, themselves mm -hmm. but once you realize that it's lessons yeah your life becomes much lighter and you see every yes. opportunity to heal to grow every yes. aspect and you can so say nice. what is universe telling me here what is the message yes. behind this Absolutely. why instead of oh this is happening to me i'm a victim boohoo i'm calimero mm -hmm. yes and many people would sometimes people would say me barbara you are blind for the darkness of the world because I'm a very, you know, like up, I'm, I'm always positive and uplifted. And then I say, okay, the darkness in the world is an invitation for me to be mm. the light. Always. It's beautiful. Without that darkness, I couldn't be the light. Yeah, that's true. And one of the things we came to do in this lifetime is experience that contrast yeah you can never fully fully feel joy if you never had pain before yeah it's when you're most thirsty that you know like that drinks even you know like it's it's a lot better so it's always that contrast yeah but i think it's really about our western culture that conditioning that we think pain is bad that's mm -hmm. is, that is the yes. real that's something which is so Absolutely. wrong pain is not yes. bad i'm not no I'm, no pain I, is not bad and and we we think we have to avoid pain so what we do we have sex yes. we drink too much alcohol cigarettes we work very hard with mm -hmm. drugs dress that's true hey you can run away There's, on so many occasions and we don't even realize that sometimes one of my favorite books is uh, talks from krishnamurti and there he says that it's very you could say it's almost hilarious that after thousands of years of civilizations people still run to pleasure away from pain mm -hmm. that we still haven't got that figured out yet after thousands of years we make planes we you know like we have internet we invented all of those things and yet we cannot master ourselves but also the fact that we are conditioned that our thoughts we think is we oh yeah, yeah. and and <laughs> yes. and and once you realize that your ego which is that mental construct that you created uh -huh with all those masks, that it's not you, but yes. it can serve you. You need it. Eh? It's nothing wrong with it. You need it to, to achieve something, to oh, take yes. action. Uh, but, eh? Well, uh, yes. Otherwise, you, you wouldn't be living a yeah. human so, life. So, but there's some kind of observer you can look to, and especially mm -hmm. when you're meditating for quite some while, you 
you you start to see that I mean, experience that observer. Yes. Um, yes. Med- meditation can be very broad. Eh? I mean, I'm talking here about yes. classical meditation, but indeed also people who go up into some kind of meditative state by cycling, sports, yes. garden, gardening, for instance, yes, uh, yes. Play, playing Painting. music, yeah, yes, playing music, playing, whatever, yeah. arts. So something where you lose track of time, friends, reality, mm-hmm. and there is no such a thing as ego anymore. You you become the dance. The dance become the dance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Life now, is a dance. That's it. Now, you, you just mentioned one book. What are the, the, the other top well, three, four, five books you can I, I have one. Um, because you were saying something that really struck me about uh, the, the ego being construct and a mask. Do you know Paul Zielig? No, never heard of him. I learned something new. Yes, well, this is his eighth book, Alchemy. But that's for really, really open-minded people. His first book is I Am the Word. Mm -hmm. And those books, he is is a conscious channel. Okay, yeah. So he's Mm -hmm. channeling from higher consciousness. So somebody said to me, Barbara, you have to read this. And three years ago, I was like, channeling mm, i don't know if i'm ready for channel channeling that had some kind of connotation but he was university professor of drama okay and he started having contact and hearing uh voices it's so beautiful it's uh if you want it's it, it has been life-changing for me in 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 the being it's transforming because i have all those books on audio too Mm-hmm. And they say that they are a vibratory oracle. Oh, so that. it's all about frequency. Vibra- frequency, yeah. No. Vibrations. Yeah. So the words are only, you could say, um, a matter. transport, a transport mm-hmm. for something deeper. So Paul Zielich, um, I have so, so many books. I have Yogananda, you must know, yes, uh, autobiography, um, Krishnamurti. I, I have some, in, I'm, I'm very much, oh, you could say, I, I think in a former lifetime, I was Indian. <laughs> I have some okay. kind of connection with India. Um, uh, I have, I don't know if you know her. She had a spiritual awakening in Etty Hellison. No. She was a Jew and, and she was Dutch, so uh, in Netherlands, a Jew, a Jewish young woman. And she died um, in, I don't know if it's Auschwitz. Yes, it was Auschwitz. But her compassion, her seeing through the fear of the Germans was incredible. To have that view, she never went into victim even when she had to carry the yellow star, even if she had to go into the camps. Uh, very, very powerful. Viktor Frankl. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Yeah, yeah. That's, Man's yeah. Search for Meaning is one of my favorites too. Yeah, it's over there. Um, there um, well, are so many books. I have, weekly, I have a video where I talk about one of the books that um, recently I re uh, I listened to a lot of audiobooks awareness from an Anthony DeMalio mm-hmm. who was a Jesuit um, but he's from India he's talking awareness about the observer 
very, very powerful book. Um, wow. Interesting, interesting. I was expecting things like vulnerability from uh, Brene Brown or Eckhart Tolle, yeah. which are the classics. I, I go a lot deeper. <laughs> I go a lot deep. Yeah, yeah. I, I love things. Um, you could say ancient wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have read so. Um, I yeah, have read yeah, Plato yeah. this year, Socrates. Um, so it's, um, I like to go to the source. Yeah, yeah. I like to go to the source. Cool. That's... Now, if, if you would go back in time um, mm -hmm. with the DeLorean, because that's from the 80s, from Back to the Future, and you would yes. meet the Barbara when she is 18, what would you tell yourself? What would I tell myself? Uh, you are beautiful and you are worthy. Always remember that. Because I have forgotten that so many times. I find that very interesting. I mean, your, I won't call it, this may be a strange word, but awakening with all these things that happened gifts in your life mm -hmm. i mean you have three children you you told mm -hmm. me in the beginning yes are they also well in a sense um as you know that when you transform your being mm -hmm. your surroundings have the choice or you lift them up or they stay away you know like yeah, yes, that, yes, that's yes, yes. that's how it's i have lost some friends okay. so um my husband and i went to quite some transformation because he's not at all um you could say spiritual, spiritual and yes. into self-development as i am but we have been married for more than 20 years now we have gone to crises but the more i changed i transformed my being mm -hmm. the more i accepted myself and i changed myself and i didn't want to change him because in the beginning of a marriage you want in the beginning you put him on a pedestal and you think well i have the best man and he's a saint i think that's something that are cultural i i have some videos where i talk about the difference between romantic love and unconditional love where romantic love is attachment and control yeah, that's like disney that's a disney story yeah yes no. yes so um and um, my children, well, you know, they're still like in their uh, teenagers, but I can see in their being, in who they are, um, beautiful things. And of course, they like to challenge me and they like to laugh at me. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. If they imitate me when I, um, I'm doing a video and they imitate me, Hi, I'm Barbara. And, and you know, that's okay. That's who they are. And um, I, I'm not a saint. Or they would say, if, you know, like I'm, I'm upset about something and I'm, I'm very human. And they would say, Mom, I'm going to film you now so the people see the real Barbara. And yeah, say, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and don't they sometimes say, uh, uh, Mom? or whatever the relationship you have with your close surroundings, you don't have to be a guru because sometimes I hear it. You don't have to be a guru. My wife well, sometimes, yes. don't be a guru had, right now. Recently, I had um, 
car drive with my oldest. And she just wanted to say, talk about the situation with a friend of hers. And I started, you know, like from my, I won't say analyzing, but saying you can do this. And she said, mom, stop. This was not the kind of conversation that I want now. Just be a normal mom for once, mom. Just be a normal mom. And I was like, oh, whoa, okay. <laughs> I, so I, yes, that happens. I find that very, um, I wouldn't say challenging, the fact that you, are, that, that you are transforming as a person and you feel that your surroundings, your environment, how do you say that? Um, cannot follow or, yeah, think you like. Well, that's okay. And, and, if... and, and the thing is, the thing is that I, when, when I want to see, uh, when I was seeing a coach about that, he, he's like almost 70. And he said to me, Peter, I mean, you can go to the US or to Australia and you can be alone mm -hmm. there. But it's in the fact that you are in a relationship Yes. relationships that's where you are learning if you are not Absolutely. in relationships nobody's Absolutely. going to trigger you and it's that trigger that you need Absolutely. in order to so you can run away from it but you can never learn away from the lessons and the triggers and i was like interesting you know what ramdas said ramdas said if you think you are enlightened spend a week with your family <laughs> so and that's what I, I'm, I'm very much about leading by example. That, that's for me. And, and in leading by example, it's being in real life. I am in a corporate environment daily. I am in a family environment daily. And in that way, I can be of so much more value to my clients. Yeah, because it's, it's not from a theoretical book. That's oh, why, no. that's why no, I asked no. the first question, because I see, and it's not a criticism, I see lots of coaches talking about you have to get a perfect, no, no, a positive mindset. But for me, it's a mental thing. It's more than a mental thing. It's really about that. What you mentioned in the beginning, it's that combination of an, an, an physical and a mm -hmm. mental, emotional and spiritual level that you have to yes. see life through and not just a mental level. It's not about not just visualizing or affirming no. or, I have to be positive. I have to be positive. I have to no, be positive. No, 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 it's, no, it's, it's, no. it's from much deeper that it needs to come. Yes. And I have learned too, that we all have our journey mm -hmm. and some people have a lifetime where they take a pause, you could say. <laughs> and you and I have chosen for a lifetime to really break free, to really evolve in this lifetime other choice to not to do that and that's okay and is that that you and now we're going to go very deep and it may shock some people mm -hmm. but that's okay that you are a spirit and that you had previous lives lives and that in this life this is your mission to evolve mm -hmm. i feel like in this lifetime i came especially um, to close some circles. I, I have ended some circles. Um, and how can I explain that? I had quite a challenging childhood, um, a complicated relationship with my mom, who was um, chronically depressed and alcoholic until 
four years ago. And I was her, you could say, I have always been her parent instead of she mm-hmm. being my parent. And um, it was quite a process for me also of, about forgiveness. And four years ago, my dad called, very personal story. And he said, you know, like, mom, we'll, we'll have to get her to rehab. It's too bad. I cannot handle her. So I, I jumped in the car and I drove there. And she was in bed and she was really, um, she had always like needed me. She always, I was indoctrinated from childhood on that I was the one making my mom happy. She was so leaning I always, on you. Yes, leaning on me enormously. And I was like kind of mm-hmm. her savior. And there I was, I was uh, 47 or 46 years old back then. And I tell my mom, look, mom, I've been sitting at the bed of your side for 40 years now. So I know what's going on. And then I started talking and I don't remember so well what I have been saying, but I was talking. It was not Barbara talking. Mm -hmm. I have been saying, I said, look, mom, every glass you, you drink, you push your family away. Every glass you drink, you are uh, abusing yourself and and I and she was mean and she was like oh my god and you and with your talk and I just say quiet and I, I I talked and talked and then I left home and the next day she called me and she says look I made a decision I'm going to AA and she has been sober since she has not drink, drunk one drop of alcohol since and I know she's healed I can feel that and I can feel like that's my lifetime here. I'm, um, wow. Healing. Um, healing. Healing and maybe also within myself, some, some, some ending of circles that, um, and my greatest mission is like showing people there is an other way of living than the, the, the way that we have been taught and putting that in being that example, mm-hmm. putting that into practice every day and sharing that and being courageous enough, like going on LinkedIn and speaking from my heart and saying it's in the giving that we receive yeah. and, and being vulnerable. It, it, it's, um, I think it, it's just in being me. Um, and, and that's, I recently, I started writing a poem, just, just let me, let me be me, let me be me. If we can all say that. I, I, I really feel that um, you, you, you mentioned like 20 minutes ago about channeling. Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. you were like three years ago, uh, because I had that also three years ago and I changed my mind also about channeling. Um, it, it's, it's even like that when I'm playing music now, not 10 years ago. That was more like a, from an egoistic point of view. Look at me. Uh, I wanted to mm-hmm. look at me. I need yes. to love. I need to appreciate. No, <laughs> right. But, and it changed. It really changed like four mm-hmm. years ago, three years ago. No, two years ago it was. Yes. When, some, when somebody came after a concert and she said to me, you know, I, I'm very, very, very ill. I'm very, very, very ill. I'm lots in pain. But mm-hmm. this night... 
you guys with the energy you brought and the passion you brought, you touched my heart and I forgot the pain and the illness. And then I realized why wow. I am a musician. And then I was like, this is it. I, I have a gift that I can touch other people's hearts with yes. music or with this. And, mm -hmm. and for me, since then, I am so convinced when I am performing, I perform and play music, mm -hmm. that I'm actually channeling, channeling yes. vibrations and frequencies, yes. Yes. same as Absolutely. here. And mm -hmm. so when you are explaining that story, for me, it's, it sounded like you're in connection with that divine intelligence universe, whatever you want to yeah, call yeah, it, yes. Yes. Eh? Um, the quantum field, whatever, and that you really, that your body is that transport medium that channeling yes. something bigger, some kind of message mm -hmm. of love. And you can, and it sounds a little bit la la land and woo woo, but once you feel that experience, you know it's mm -hmm. there. And I you feel it's, it's, it's like that. It's like that when you explain that about your mom. Mm -hmm. I, for me, it was like channeling. Yes, that's how I felt it too. Like it was not uh, because I don't remember so well what I was saying. And I even have that in many of my videos. Yeah. Many people say, are they scripted? They are never scripted. Never. Hmm. I just, sometimes it's in the car. Sometimes it's at home and I start talking yeah. and I don't know at the end sometimes like, and I don't know so well what I have been saying. But that's okay for me. It's, it's uh, about the one who's watching and about um, is it valuable for them. And, and I always feel like it's what they needed to hear, to hear this week. And it's the same with this thing here. Eh? It's that co-creation, that exchange of yes. energies. I mean, it's, it's, there's a reason why we are having this conversation right now. Because then you can feel, yes, yes this is it. This is now, this, 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 yeah, this is uh -huh. it. This is the. And people said, yeah, you're good at that, but I don't know what I'm doing. I, I have nothing prepared. Okay, I've looked at your LinkedIn and I've, uh -huh. I, I've, I've, I've saw some videos. I've seen some videos, but there it stopped. I didn't prepare any questions anymore no. because it was, well, I'm going to tap into that. I'm going uh -huh. to tune in, as they call it. Eh? Yes. Um, and then you surrender, you give over, and you know, yeah, it's going to be fine in, in, instead of just making a, a mental from the brain I know. thing because you can feel I that I, I had an interview recently with a person who had so well prepared he sent me an email with this bunch of questions and then we we are starting and he says you know like you read the questions and I said Lincoln the first thing you are going to do is put your questions away now you can ask me the first question and then we will move on from there. And he was like a little like shaken up and I say, it's going to be okay. And he was happy. And he, the first question he asked was so powerful. Never had that as a first question. He asked me, Barbara, what is your true essence? I was like jaw dropped. Love. I said, love. But I never had that as a first question. Now, normally it's to warm up a little bit to feel yes, the sense yes. which is me is also he was I, like he was yeah. really going I was like oh my god I didn't you know that was uh, that was an unprepared question because it was not in what he had sent me but but also I mean I like half an hour ago there was some kind of pause this is not something I'm going to cut I leave it like this because it's the silence and it's it's beautiful and I don't feel yes. any 
fear or no. like oh there's there's some kind of snow it's like no it's yeah. it's okay it's there and it's it's okay we have time and and instead of which is a little bit the opposite of today uh where everything needs to be fast uh, like music yeah. videos or whatever it needs to be yeah 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 far or even videos yeah, youtube videos yes. and that's why i really i chose the just the other way the opposite around just yes. long form take the time and people really yeah. listen to that and enjoy that and they feel that vibe but they cannot explain what it is yeah it's genuine it's genuine plus you have a deep understanding peter you have a deep understanding of what you're talking about which is rare thank you thank you <laughs> no i can i can sense that now i just asked you a question uh about the, uh, when you were 18 within 10 years who is barbara well i um will be traveling the world and just sharing who i am and what's my message but i love to travel and I want to, I have lots of, you could say, audience very far away. Mm -hmm. And I really want to meet them in person. I get messages every day about how um, my videos, how people, you know, like they watch over and mm -hmm. over and over again. They get courage. They get a sense of warmth, of love. Because when I make a video, there's only one thing that matters. And that is that the person who is watching feels loved acknowledged and has that sense like you matter and just sharing that to be giving them that worthiness you are really how do you say that you are really a lot of people think they cannot change the world but you are changing the world <laughs> one, one person one soul at a time one, one light at a, time. at a time and yes. and if they are doing the same because they are ignited. That's what they say uh -huh. about the candle. Eh? The candle yes. will not start yes. burning by yes. igniting another Absolutely. candle. Absolutely. Absolutely. And without the cancer, I wouldn't be sitting here and I wouldn't have dared to do that. Um, it was just that urgency of having that message, you will die. Um, that I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it can be over any day. And that's how I'm living, you know, like every day can be the last. Well, this and is the same, for, uh, the same for me. Every day it can be the last. So make sure on every domain in your life, make, some, uh -huh. ma make sure that you are living the life that you want to live. Yes, yes. Now, as a last question, because mm -hmm. I, could, I feel we could go on for hours. Um, yes, that's what I feel too. But that's the sequel, eh? This is the, just the first. <laughs> There's a sequel. Uh, we will do a series. Um, <laughs> what, what is still a very crazy dream for you, but a crazy one, eh? Not like uh, I want to create more videos and I want to like million people. I mean, it's still possible. Or I want to write a book and come into Oprah. It's still possible. It's too possible. What is still a very crazy dream for you? It's really being at the level of changing the world with people who are in true power, where I can, in my being, 
um, bring more compassion into the world and being that change that you want to see into the world. If you would say like world leaders and um, really, yes, that is my true, you could say, being yeah, my, my true mission. Barbara, you are really a beautiful soul and a beautiful person. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very grateful for a conversation, and Me I'm too. very uh, I'm very grateful to uh, to Geraldine to, <laughs> to, to really stimulate me to contact you because she did it not once but a couple of times. And uh, I want to thank you for the conversation, all the energy, all the love, the compassion that you. Mm -hmm brought into the conversation and i wish okay. you all the best and i'm thank you confident that you are going to change the world with the world leaders i'm very thank confident you. thank you have a nice evening barbara i see you soon bye bye, -bye. See you soon. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. <laughs>